I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yo, Dispy, it's the sport of I've got John here. Hi, John. Hi, Brandon. And do we have Stu as well? Stu? Guys, you've got me. You've got me. Uh, And are you recording your audio? I am recording my audio. After about a half hour of tech support, I am recording my audio. We figured it out, but I have to say, not too much of a peek behind the curtain. It is late, and we are old. Yes. So, so. apologies for everything else <laughs> yeah, after the, this. The 35th minute or so, it's going to be pretty much even more nonsense than you're used to. Buckle up. All right. Yep. You guys want to talk sports? Sure. Let's talk some sports. What's going on in the world of sports, Brandon? I think we should start out with our world-famous Twins 8.9% of the way through the season review. Um, Still, as of this recording, still above like a 10.30 for me, p.m. Does that sound fair? Am I a little too excited? I think Um, you're a little too excited because we've seen just what the bullpen is capable of. Well, who could have seen that coming, John? (laughs) Who among us? said they needed bullpen help other than literally everyone who pays Everybody. attention. Everybody. Okay. And yeah, it's been uh, the last two games and both lost by the bullpen. And the next 41 days, they have 40 games. And... <laughs> They cannot clone Taylor Rogers, even with the current lax government oversight of literally everything. They do not allow human cloning. <laughs> so um, they really are going to have to throw Adalberto Mejia and <laughs> Chase DeYoung, which, again, not a real person, but it's. No. it's Typo. It really Get a word hurt. typo. Yeah, it hurts I love to that watch. They, I love that you say they can't clone Taylor Rogers, even though he already has nature's closest thing we have to cloning and has an identical <laughs> twin brother. This is true. You can't clone him. Well, I mean, other than his identical he, he twin. He already but... has been cloned. Sure. Yeah. You can't clone yes. him again, I guess. Yeah. It was just the one shot at cloning. You can't double up on your Rogerses. No. Once well, you have two. Cheating. Yep. You can't have four. John, you're a nice person. Um, can we do the role playing uh, where you pretend like you're somebody's no. mom? Um, <laughs> Absolutely not. The... <laughs> because there's a chance, Brandon, and I know this. There's a chance you're going to try to get me to be Alberto Mejia's mom, and I won't have it because Alberto <laughs> Mejia should be in prison. Damn it! You know me too well. 
Are, okay, I guess. Okay, so here's a different question that does not require you to role play somebody's mom. Although I thought you loved that. Um, are we blaming the boy geniuses for putting the players in that position, or the players for sucking? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. all of they, the above. Answer that one. They did, I'm sure, their cost-benefit analysis and figured that if they threw enough of the young and readily available arms that were already in the system, that that would suffice. And it's not like that hasn't worked before, but Mm -hmm. um, it's a pretty big roll of the dice, especially when you have a window like the Twins do. Uh, with Cleveland basically trying to win the division with five good players and 20, you know, uh, carries. Yeah. So I, I didn't understand it because again, they could afford whoever they wanted to sign everyone. Every major league team can let's get that straight. Um, but it's, uh, man, just the, the last two games really just put just a point on it that, um, if they don't, do something or the arms that are in-house like get better then that window will close on them now there is some complications um and i may be wrong about this with signing kimbrel because of some sort of draft compensation they'd have to lose one of their picks right so it makes it a little bit tougher now than it's, it's not that simple although it feels like it probably should be Fair? Yeah. Fairish. Fairish. Doesn't mean they shouldn't have done it a while ago, but as of now it gets a little bit weirder. Not a not an excuse. I can already tell our friend Chicken Fingers is going to be screaming at me yeah. just for that. Um Yeah. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Um he's I think what was his his email today? He has wanted us he's more upset about Williams asked to deal slumping. That's his big bugaboo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that was his turd. So he is he actually oh, excited okay. about it? I yeah, he's he's, he's mad at us for liking him. He's really he really zigged when we zagged on uh, well, on La Tortuga. I mean, I've we've all marveled at his precognition in previous matters, but he's sort of a thief True. of joy with this one. I mean, come on, he really man. is. How can you not love that guy? Just a fun stealer for the rest of us. And I mean, it's not. Yes, it would would be far beyond chicken to stake out a position that is completely indefensible in every regard and hold fast as if he was holding a hilltop at the Battle of Gettysburg. (laughs) (laughs) Not my chicken. Uh, uh, Nope. Not the chicken I know. um, for people, okay, who are, so, people who are listening live, are the Twins winning right now? The Twins are winning right now, but Mejia's on the mound, so it won't oh, last too long. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm glad. I, yeah, I don't want to know then. Never mind. It's a real roller coaster. Okay, so 1030 is aggressive. I totally understand that. That's fine. Um, where, what should I be at? 845? Yeah, that's about like where I'm least... at. I was, was going to knock yeah. a couple hours off of that. 8.30, 8.45 seems about right. These, yeah, I've, the, I've made the mistake of watching most of these last two games and just okay, watching. Okay, I get that. Watching the leads evaporate and, the you know, had a nice, you know, Rosario got him back in the game last night and the lead went away. And 
they had the lead in the eighth inning the other night and that went away. It just, it, it kind of stung and it kind of took a little assault out of me. Been hitting the shit out of the ball though. That's fun. Almost so, everybody is crushing it right now. Maybe not uh, welcome to Marwin. He's been struggling, as I remember, though not tonight. Uh, Marwin hit a home run about 500 feet last night. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And Your Bucks, Byron Buxton oh, MVP Buxton. race. Jesus, yeah. God. If he had any other... I mean, I guess if he had had Astadio in front of him last night, that probably would have ended poorly, too. But the lumbering CJ I Crone. disagree. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just imagining Astadio trying to score from first on a double and just wheeling around third base and tripping and rolling headfirst into the dugout. (laughs) It would have been delightful. I would have accepted that loss. Watching CJ Cron run Jim Tomey speed around third base. You would think who I don't even know who's coaching third base for the twins anymore. It's not Scott Alger anymore. I'm pretty uh... sure. Let's let's. But that was an ultra uh, move if I ever saw one. Oh, here's a guy. He's already exhausted. He's just run 180 feet, something that he hasn't done on a baseball field all season. He's clear. He's he's clearly puffing hard. And I'm gonna send him. Let's let's go. They got to make two, well, not perfect throws or even reasonably good throws. In fact, the cutoff guy can probably roll the ball underhanded to the catcher, and they'll still get him in the home plate. But. If a bird steals the ball on the way in, then he's got a chance of scoring. <laughs> anyway, he was out by 25 feet. Yeah. And it's it such a bad those... feeling knowing as a fan what exactly is going to happen when yeah. CJ Korn is walking around the base paths. It was one of those where the catcher gets the ball at home plate and the runner's not even really in the television picture yet. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, yeah, that's a bad oh, sign. No. Where, so, all right, I, he's going to be here any minute. Any minute. Think, and Jason, there he is. Jason Kubel's knee started hurting wherever Jason Kubel is. <laughs> uh, man, but yeah, Buxton has been, um, man, he's been fun to watch, hasn't he? Gosh. Yeah. I just, it's, he's been, like, good. I mean, he legitimately will, good. He will kill himself. Oh, yes. Any minute. Oh, yeah. It's by the time this is posted, most likely dead. He's going to run. I mean, he's finally figured out how to like control himself on the base paths, but that has not translated into hitting a wall at full speed. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's going to end poorly at some point. Yes, exactly. Uh, and other good news, the Boston Red Sox are terrible. That has yeah. been pretty delightful. That, that does help. Uh, Yankees are, are like struggling. They're like 500 at best. That's fun. They're 500. Another Cubs, actually Cubs legitimately bad, great they? thing is the Cubs. I think the Cubs are Hold down please. Too. Yeah, Cubs are bad. Cubs are bad. Eight and nine. Uh, though I will say the Cubs and the Yankees both are like plus 20 or so in run differentials. So they probably are secretly good. But So let's just hold on to them being both under 500. And a legitimately good thing is the Tigers, White Sox, and Royals are all horseshit. Oh, yeah. They're not great. They're not great at all. So we man. should be able to stay in the race by default. You know what's kind default. of funny about the, uh, about the Central? <laughs> the, Indians, the Indians are not trying that hard, but still confidently expect to win the division. The Tigers and the White Sox are still both trying to tank and are not that interested in being good. Meanwhile, 
the Royals are trying really hard to be good, doing their absolute best, and they're just terrible. They're a very bad team. Man. It's like they can accomplish far better than the Tigers and the White Sox can by trying their best. We'll see. That we'll see. that World Series of the Royals is looking more and more just like an insane, weird Boy. fluke every year. Two, they've made it to two World Series in a row. Consecutive yeah. years they were in the World Series. <laughs> it happened. Our, we're going to tell our kids and they're going to be like... No, no, Dad. That did not happen. There's no way. Uh, Bryce Harper is amazing. I think I like that. Yeah, yeah. And Mike Trout's amazing too. So pretty good start to baseball. <laughs> You're getting like an eight-year-old summary of Major League Baseball. Yep. Here's the standings. Here are two players. I'm here to so analyze. Sorry. Here to analyze the first three weeks of baseball. The I like turtles kid. <laughs> Mike Twout, pretty good. I like turtles. White Halper, also really good. Sorry, I don't know. I, was I don't know wild, why I started talking I was about at that. a wild game once, and I was sitting in front of these two kids who were like 9 and 10, who I think just, I didn't turn around, but I wanted to just follow everything they were doing because I think they were just going through like their hockey cards and talking about how great all these guys were. And it just made me so wish to be 9 years old again. And just the absolute joy of going through a pack of hockey cards and being like, oh, yeah, that guy's awesome. I really like that guy. They just were so pleased. And meanwhile, I was standing up and screaming unprintable things at Eric Stahl. So which one of us was truly happier? Uh, It was the kids, John. Yeah. It was the kids that were much happier. Right. Yeah. Jones does that with people. He has no idea who they are. He'll open up a pack of football cards like, what? And I'll look and it's like the guard for the Chargers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Jim Davis, Chargers. Yeah. Sure enough. Fucking killer. Yeah. Football. Football player. Something about it, though. Something about cards, man. Uh, Okay. So we covered the good players at baseball are still good. Baseball cards are fun. We like Uh, turtles. We like turtles. I think that basically wraps it up. Uh, mm-hmm. We're pretty tired. We're done. Uh, okay, done for today. <laughs> Let's talk about um, hockey. How about hockey, John? I, I I like turtles. I mean, hockey. <laughs> Last week on the podcast, and I think it was while we were recording. It may have also been in the green room, but you were saying something about. I think last week the Lightning, who were essentially like the the best regular season team in a in a number of years absolutely dominant um we're down like one nothing and you're like it'll be kind of ridiculous if they lose in the first round because a lot of people are somewhat i don't know if sensitive is the right word but um, I, something like sensitive that hockey is just a crazy amount of puck luck or whatever you want to call it and that actually I, did happen they got swept do you feel that way or do you think other people feel that way or is this just absolutely insane and i don't i don't particularly care how other people feel i certainly don't care how non-hockey fans feel about it but as a hockey fan and as somebody who enjoys watching the nhl all season i would like it if the regular season mattered, mattered a little bit like right. the, it's a long one you know right. it's not like football yeah <laughs> It's it's an 82 game every other night slog all winter, and I just the Lightning won 62 games this year, amazing season, amazing team, almost unbeatable all year, 
And then they just turned around and it was like the rest of the league needed exactly 82 games to figure out how to beat the Lightning. And Columbus just came and by the end, it just walked all over him by the it, end of that series. It's like It was like it was, a 16 seed beating a 1 seed four games in a row. Right. <laughs> and the one seed not really knowing what happened. I was reading uh, Deadspin today. Uh, one of their writers, Barry, I forget his last name, um, tried to summarize it. And I was curious, too. And even him, a uh, guy who loves hockey, was like quoting all the different players from Tampa Bay. And every one of them was like, yeah, I don't know, I guess. I'm not exactly sure what happened. Right. Stuff. It's stuff not like happened. it's an obvious strategy thing where they're like, oh, well, what they did is this strategy. Yeah. It's like, I, 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 no one really knows. They just were better than them for four games. Just randomly and better than them. Every, every team goes through slumps and stuff during the year, but the thing about the Lightning was they really didn't. They didn't struggle. They just kept winning every night, and all of their players were amazing. And the only thing that anyone had to say about them was, how did they get so many amazing players on one team that's not supposed to happen anymore. There are rules about this. Are they cheating? And yet Columbus, which almost did not make the playoffs, just came out and absolutely smashed them. I and again, I don't I don't care what it makes hockey look like to outside people. I just I find it disappointing because I want all winter to mean something other than just being a really long overwrought qualification process. Right. Because half the teams get in, right? So basically it's 82 games just to make sure you're in the top half. Essentially. Right. That's not, that's not what I want it to be about. Right. Well, our perds are still in it, right? They are. They got yeah, perds. And the helpful thing about the perds is that they're playing Dallas. So, as as much as we might like or dislike Nashville, we can all agree that we hate Dallas. Um, oh think, God, yeah. How are uh, I think Rockets Canes are down in their series, right, John? They are down, but they're only down one game. Two of the okay. Eastern series ended in four game sweeps. the The Columbus was obviously surprising, and the Islanders, who were sort of in first place all year, and everyone sort of said. I don't think the Islanders are actually that good. And then they came up against the Penguins in the first round and everyone, the the consensus was, well, the Penguins aren't great this year, but they're the Penguins. They got a lot of really good players and they win the Stanley Cup every other year. So that'll probably be the Penguins and the Islanders won 4 nothing. So the Penguins are out. That's something. Are the Capitals out? I know, <laughs> are they going to lose Ovechkin for a while for basically maiming a person, right? <laughs> the Capitals are the ones that are up Two to one on Carolina on Rockets Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah. Oh, they're winning. Okay. Yep. And Ovechkin knocked someone out cold, right? Well, Carolina has this guy who I think is still a teenager, and according to Ovechkin, this kid challenged him to a fight, so Ovechkin beat the crap out of him. I don't know how true any of that is. But I do know that getting yourself in a place to get your face punched by Alex Ovechkin is not a good idea. Mm, typical victim blaming. Unbelievable, John. <laughs> I know. So uh, it was very funny. The reactions that I saw was people getting really excited about a fight and then immediately turning on a diamond thinking that the guy was dead. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, hell yeah, fight. Oh, fuck, call the police. This is 
Oh my god, call nine one one. It's bad. It's because he was not never dealt. good. <laughs> the, one of the important things about fighting is that we all have to maintain the illusion that nobody's really getting hurt. Like it's professional wrestling. Like oh, yeah. these guys are throwing haymakers, but at the end they're all just happy go lucky and their knuckles hurt a little bit, but everybody's fine. We know, of course, that they are not fine. The number of suicides and brain injuries that have been caused by guys who fought all the time. It shouldn't have surprised anybody. They're bare knuckle boxing. It's going to cause damage. But we all, we all just sort of agreed to believe that nothing bad was happening. So when something obvious and immediate bad happens, it's just, it sort of breaks the fourth wall and you don't want to think that's not the part you want to think about. Right. Is that how most hockey fans were they appalled by that or were they, I don't know how most hockey fans feel. I, I know that the, the game is sort of at the, the point where people have a certain nostalgia for the 1980s when there was just, fighting every night all the time and yet also are at the point where they think, well, this is, this is not as, this is not as fun as it used to be. It used to be that the fighting was a fun part of hockey. And now I don't, I don't necessarily know (laughs) the rightness or the wrongness, but I do know that it seems, I, I, I feel squeamish about it. Knowing what happens, knowing that I can't pretend that nobody's out there getting hurt and everybody's just good old boys having a good old time. It's not as much fun to watch anymore. Yeah, that one was, it was pretty brutal to watch. I mean, of course, he probably should not have been um, trying to fight a dude who's got like 50 pounds on him. I get it, but man, little just not good for me uh speaking of uh disasters um how about those minnesota wild they're just screwed right for next year it's over yeah i think every time we have a discussion about what to put in the show i put something in there about how we should talk about how screwed the wilds are yeah and you do they're it's they're at the point of the off season where everyone's starting to talk about potential trades they could make and they're just in that terrible position where they need better players, but the only players that anybody would be willing to take off their team are the good players. And so their only options for making the team better are a trade their good players for other players who could potentially someday be good or be draft players. And right now the, the guy that's in charge, Paul Fenton has not really showed that he has much talent in either category. And so you you look at the things that they could possibly do, which involve trading guys that are good. And in order to believe that they're going to get better, you have to believe that Fenton is going to win these trades. And that just doesn't seem likely. Mm, okay. So they are screwed. Uh, they are screwed in the sense that there's very little left that they can do to try to make things better. One of one of the big trades that everyone keeps talking about is potentially trading a defenseman to, say, Toronto for one of Toronto's, maybe their fifth or their sixth or their eighth best forward. And it was, 
you, you look at a trade like that and you say, well, they could get a Toronto's sixth best forward or whoever. But in order to get that, they would have to trade one of their two best defensemen. Maybe both of their best defensemen. How does that's not going to make the wild any better? If they dump right. Jared Spurgeon to get William Nylander, they've gotten a decent forward, but they're also now real thin on the blue line. So that doesn't improve anything. It's I I don't see a way out of this checkmate, Brandon, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, right. They're bad. Uh that's good. <laughs> Brandon, you're like the summary machine and I got it. Bad. They're screwed. Next topic. <laughs> I'm still just so embarrassed at my baseball talk, so I'm just like, I'm reeling. Uh, we might need Brandon uh, no. to sit down. Stu, you might, as, have to, you might have to do the topics for a couple minutes here. As always, I have nothing to add with the Minnesota Wild. It's the yeah. same goddamn thing we've been talking about since we started this podcast 15 years ago. The same uh, thing right. I've done literally these 12 exact minutes on every podcast. Since the start of the sportive, every single week, I say okay. the same thing every week. Speaking people, of, let's I move think on. People have they set their watches by it, Brandon? This <laughs> is the on. part where they just hit fast forward. This is my. Uh, this is our. I'm not going to stop annual, talking. This is our favorite annual event. Uh, this is called the Minnesota Vikings schedule prediction Skull. lightning round. By Stu. All right. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to list the ske- the games, and Stu, you're going to say win versus loss. Okay? Sure. You're going to predict it. All right. Uh, okay. Week one, Vikings versus Falcons at home. Win. One and zero, baby. All right. Week two, we go to Green Bay. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to predict a, a second year of a tie. So I'm going to predict a tie. Okay. <laughs> one, zero oh, and one. Week three, home against the Raiders. John Gruden's Raider, Raiders. They Two zero and one. They will win by seventy five points. <laughs> okay. All right, we're two zero and one. We're feeling good. Feeling Paul great Allen right uh, yep. just like has had to yep. change his pants twice yep. now. Yep. Uh, sh- at Chicago. Oh, that's a loss. At New York Giants. I think that's a win. Ooh. If they're starting Eli still, that's probably yeah, true. All right, hard, so we got you at three, yeah. one and one. Home against the Eagles. The Eagles are good. Remember? Yes, they are. Uh, boy, it's a coin flip. Let's. I can give them enough losses. Yeah, let's give them a loss there. Okay, three, two, and one at Detroit. Win. Four, two, and one. Home against Washington. Win. Five, two, and one at Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh. Loss. They will lose that one by seventy-five points. Five, three, and one at Dallas. Uh, boy, loss. Yeah, five, four, and one. Uh, home against Denver. Win. At Seattle. Loss. Six and five. Home against Detroit. Win. At Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, Philip Rivers. Uh. You know, I'm gonna give him a, I'm gonna give him a good late season road win. Holy that's, shit! All right, home against Green Bay. Win. Home against Chicago. Oh, they'll lose that one and get and probably get knocked out of the playoffs in that game, just like this year. This previous nine season. six and one you got him at nine yep. six and nine. one. Yep, that sounds about right. 
We didn't factor in some of those games are uh, nationally televised, which means Kirk Cousin oh. will oh, that's shit the good. bed, shit his pants in front of us multiple Ugh, times. That's not good. All right. That was a good lightning round, Stu. Thank you for participating. No problem. The draft is coming up next week, but if we're going to continue recording, which I am not sure we should do, <laughs> and I don't know at this point. <laughs> um. But if we do decide to record another one after this one, uh, we should talk about the draft next week. We love the draft preview. We right? are, we are. I think. I mean, we're, we are referred to as draft nicks by the by the fans of this show, and they know that we draft live in. Nick. We are tape eating as we speak. If we sound distracted, it's because we're grinding tape. Draft Nick is at the top of my LinkedIn bio. There's definitely a, defense, a, de- a defensive tackle that I got my eyes on. There's a tight end I got my eyes on. And, of course, a lot of, a lot of offensive linemen whose names I don't know that we really, really got to focus on. Edge rusher. I got a lot of edge rushers. Oh, you got to like it's a, been it's trying a great. To oh, for people who like, are people just like who disrupt in the middle? Oh. Oh, yeah. It's a great yeah. draft for that. Uh, I looked at a mock draft the other week because I was curious to see where they thought Kyler Murray might go. And edge rusher was actually used as a description. I didn't even know that was a position in the NFL. Is that a new way we describe a defensive lineman, edge rusher? Anyway, I think it's official. Uh, The mock draft I saw had Kyler Murray going number one. Just FYI. Yeah, which is to a team that drafted a quarterback that drafted a quarterback number one last, last year. Which we've talked about plenty. I actually think that's the thing to do. Just keep on drafting quarterbacks. That's all that really matters. It really does matter. It does. It matters a lot. Is John still on the Man, line? Oh, God, no. <laughs> He's been gone a long time. I left a while ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so my next awesome point I made today was quarterbacks. Important. Quarterbacks important. <laughs> have one. Make sure you have one. Um, okay, good lightning round. Let's keep moving. I am on probation for NBA playoffs. I don't want to talk about it too much. So let me just ask Stu, have you been watching anything? Uh, I've watched a little bit. I saw the uh, end of that very, very strange and weird Clippers-Warriors game where uh, the best team of the modern era blew a 31-point lead in like five minutes. And yes. the best, And the second best player on the team, which is probably this third best player in basketball could not get over the fact that Patrick Beverly is basically just going to tease him (laughs) into getting 17 technical fouls. It's a a very strange series. Yeah. And again, we're recording this in late April. We all know how this movie is going to end. Golden state is going to win the championship, but I just want to say, it's pretty fun to watch it all play out because there are some insane moments like, yes, blowing a 31-point lead. Um, the Spurs have been bad all season, or not not bad, but have just been so-so, and they came in and piss-pounded uh, Denver for a game. Um, Toronto shit the bed, as they always do annually, which is really fun to see. Um, yeah, thanks for that, Brandon. I really appreciated that team that you assigned me this year. <laughs> well, I knew you'd love that. Um, Gosh. They, of course, it's came familiar. Back again, but I'll say it's familiar. My beloved Sixers uh, also wasted a game so far. So I know the end is the end, but the journey has is, is already been pretty uh, pretty outstanding so far. So it's okay if Golden State wins it all. 
And uh, Houston will be probably who they end up playing next round. Um, and that'll be a really, really, really fun second series. Yeah. And, I mean, I think ideally, I think everyone wants to see Milwaukee, uh, Golden State, just to see Giannis in the finals. So he probably won't get yes. something goofy will happen in the East. But um, he's still fun to watch. He's just... I mean, we we coined the phrase Greek freak, if I remember right. I think that's us. We did. The but night he, he was is, drafted. He's yeah. a very he is a freakish talent, Brandon. That's that's my assessment of Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Jeez, thanks for stealing Sorry. my point. That was going to be my, I've been studying all week to get a a good take in. That was going to yeah. be mine. Shit. Ah. <sighs> Also, the Minnesota Timberwolves are looking for a head boss again, as they do every few years after uh, another disaster. The thing that's been interesting so far is the names that have been floated around. There have been three or four of them. They all seem like pretty competent people, which is weird. Uh, Is it um, Jim Peterson, Kevin McHale, or Bob Stein? Who do you think it's going to be? Marnie Gellner. Harvey McKay. <laughs> uh Ryan Saunders is cousin. Um yeah, I don't know. I just am a little it's a little weird to me. It sounds like something that won't possibly happen. So it'll be bad, again, as we all know, but uh so far it sounds um weirdly, oddly um promising to see who they end up with. So don't know. It can't be good. It can't be. It refuses to be good. The defining the defining feature of the Minnesota Timberwolves franchise is no matter what they do, it will be wrong. It will. They can use the best information possible. They can make the perfect decision, and it'll turn out to be colossally terrible in ways that no one could have fathomed. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. In ways that no one... That's a good album name. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah. That's it for hoops. Any other questions about hoops? Thoughts? Concerns? Who's your... Takes? Who's going to win, Brandon? Yeah. Golden State's going to sweep Milwaukee. Sweep Milwaukee. Boy, that would be a letdown. Well, Where is Kevin Durant going to play next year? Uh, the next <sighs> seems to be the consensus. Yep, man, that would be hilarious. I'll. That's one of those I'll have to see it first to to even remotely believe it'll happen. I mean, why on earth would he go? 
We just go to Brooklyn, right? If you want to live in New York, I totally get that. Why would you want to play for such an awful franchise? I, I'll never understand it. But LeBron just did it last year. And it was the exact same scenario. Like, if you want to live in Los Angeles, I get that. Your family lives there. Your kids want to go to school there. Go to the basketball team that's good in Los Angeles. Why does he give a shit about the Lakers over the Clippers anyway? You know, you say this, but if you made this argument about your beloved Philadelphia 76ers, no one would have ever gone to play there. And also, no one would ever say, you know where I want to live is Philadelphia. I love that Eastern Pennsylvania slash New Jersey feeling. Ugh, no way. I'm not going there. But no one does go. No free agents go to Philadelphia. For some reason, they he's he wanted to go to the Lakers. He did it, and it was uh, will be a stain on his uh, career forever, probably. <sighs> okay, should we move on? I think so. Sure. Stuart, have you been following this news story that a bunch of teams in the Mayak are trying to kick St. Thomas out? Yeah. I. Uh, is it because they're too good at everything or they're sucking up all the money or what's what's the issue well, there? I, I honestly don't. It sounded I learned something. to me. I learned something this week that I was kind of surprised to find out and kind of not surprised to find out. So I assumed that it was just St. Thomas has way more money than everybody else because they do. And they win everything and then they do. And so the Mayak was just tired of it. But what I found out this week is that St. Thomas's enrollment is more than twice the size of any other Mayak school. I was a little bit shocked to find that out. Because I knew it was a big school, and I knew that if you drive down Creighton Avenue in St. Paul, there's crowds of St. Thomas students wherever you look, swarming and stealing the windshield wipers off your car as you try to drive away. But <laughs> O'Gara's I, is close. We don't know what to do. No, where did O'Gara's go? Where did O'Gara's go? <laughs> that joke was for Tom Lindemann. <clears throat> <Sorry. laughs> Um, but I didn't know that it was so comparatively huge with the rest of the rest of the conference. So maybe it does make sense to kick them out. So they're too big. Where do they want them to go? I guess that's probably not the Mayak's concern. I well, think they have to. They I, have to. They have to go up, up a level to um, play Hermantown. I think that's what has <laughs> to happen. <laughs> it's time to play up. St. Thomas and St. Thomas Academy must play in the double-A hockey tournament. That's it. (laughs) But if they were the same enrollment but sucked at sports, would they be kicked out of the Mayak? Uh, Probably not. I wouldn't think so. So it's still mostly about them being a little too good. Well, and they're yes. saying it's just un- an unfair advantage. Well, I don't get the sense. If they squandered the sense... their unfair advantage, nobody would give a shit. I You look at St. Thomas and you start to get the sense that they don't necessarily want to be in the Mayak either. Mm, ooh, okay. That right. the school tends to see itself as competing with larger state schools. So they're going to pull the you can't fire me, I quit move. Well, I, sometimes I wonder... Having just learned about this, I wonder if they maybe don't wish to get kicked out a little bit, if you see what I mean. 
Mm. Well, I guess now we'll have to move up to Division Two, and uh, all of our more incredibly respected. rich alumni will start having to <laughs> contribute a little bit. And you know how much respect Division Two athletics gets around here. Well, as a former Division Two athlete, I can tell you I am rich beyond my wildest dreams. Uh, the respect of every man, woman, and child who comes in contact with me all day, every day for the rest of my life. Something else I didn't know until recently. Did you know that they don't, the NCAA doesn't allow you to sort of pick and choose which sports you want to be in a higher division in anymore? Like Colorado College Hockey. Colorado College is a Division Three school in Colorado Springs, except their hockey team is in Division One. The NCAA doesn't let you do that anymore. If you want to be in Division One, you got to move everything up to Division One. What? Take your lumps. Well, I had no idea but, that was true. But my Bulldogs, my national championship Bulldogs, are Division One, obviously, and the rest they of are. their sports are Division Two. So they're but, grandfathered into this rule. Exactly. Gotcha. That's dumb and crazy. We okay. haven't talked about your. We haven't talked about how infuriatingly easy the UMD Bulldogs make winning a national title at hockey look lately. Is it supposed to be hard? I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> Just this <laughs> podcast is nothing but angry gopher hockey fans whose team can't even make the tournament. Um, Fairweather St. Cloud State fans whose team gets the number one seed in the tournament every year and then loses to a team that started a hockey team halfway through the season. And <laughs> then UMD, which isn't even that good. And just waltzes in and wins a national title without breaking a sweat. Yeah. Do you do you think it, if the University of Minnesota still had a hockey program that they could beat Duluth? Yeah, that's the only reason they're getting all these recruits because the Gophers right. shut down. That's sad. It's so I was sad. Not going to let that SESU chief shot stand, John. I was not going to let right. that happen. <laughs> I had to be petty. Just I knew he'd no come firing back. I had no choice. Just to let just to let you all behind the curtain a little bit, the night that St. <laughs> Cloud State lost to American International, was it, Stu? It was, was it American International. U.S. International. No, it was American International. I think. And I where is American International located? I'm thinking America. San Diego. It in, no. no, it was Maryland. I think. Is it a foreign? Waters. Is it like? Is it like a foreign school? Like you go to Paris, no. but there's the American school in Paris. So no, it's, is American like International of, maybe in Ottawa or it Toronto? Was, it was founded, I think, by French Protestants, reformist French Protestants in like Annapolis. Just some no, John, none of that see, can possibly be right. It's in America, but all of his stu- all of the students are study abroad kids from other places in the country. <laughs> so they come to America International, they pick up hockey. And then they beat St. Cloud State. That's the from three steps to... Yeah. They're from countries that did not have hockey. Yeah. A, a, bunch a of surprising kids. number of Kenyans on the American <laughs> international hockey team. Yeah. yeah. But Goalie they're good enough to Croatia. beat St. Cloud State. Anyway, that Well, night, of course. Yeah. There's... We don't, as a podcast, generally have celebratory text threads of any kind. But that night, three of us came together to berate Stu for all of the awful things that he had said to us over the past years. We and could it build was, on this. It was glorious. Unity. 
It was. To tap dance on a man's grave was satisfying in a way that I can't describe with words. And I don't want it to sound cruel. We did wait about six seconds after the game <laughs> ended. Like, we gave him some time to recover. Right. Well, <laughs> we know Stu wasn't watching the game anyways, so. No, I was no, watching the, I was watching Into the Spider-Verse with Piper. It was really <laughs> But, yes, yeah, so yeah, my, you, my, you made the right my, call. Yeah, my mentions were uh, a little, uh, little messy. I usually only want to get, like, retweeted into, like, MAGA Twitter or Resistance Twitter or uh, your joke has a factual inaccuracy Twitter. Um, this was about like all three of those combined, basically just for the <laughs> sheer the sheer wave of just pure vengeance. It was uh, it was something. Uh, just as a note, St. Cloud State has been a number one seed in the tournament three out of the last four years, and has won the same number of NCAA hockey tournament games as the University of Minnesota has over that span. That would which be is, a big bet, too. Is, which is the same is, as the rest of us. Is, Yep, Samus. me and St. Cloud State are tied. And the UMD, my goodness, Brandon. I don't know how you do it. If well, Brandon's boy, love of hockey had died have. many years ago, I'd feel good for him. <laughs> Pride on ice. Yeah. I know. I try so hard to just pretend that I care. Uh, it's fun to celebrate for two seconds with my buddies who are still, you know, really into it. But, yep, it's lost on me. I'm very sorry. Wrong person to have won it. Okay, so we think St. Thomas wants to get kicked out, and then they're going to be in like they're going to be in the UMD Concordia Winona State. What's that conference called now? Is it still the NSIC? I believe the it Northern is, yeah. Sun. Yep, it was is, changed for two seconds, and then it was back. I don't even know exactly. Is Northern State still in the Northern Sun? Yes, sir. I think. I mean, of course, I we assume. might look it up. Yeah, yeah. Brandon, you are you are the podcast D two athletics correspondent, and I'm I'm a little disappointed in your lack of knowledge here. Yeah, I'm very sorry. Um, I like to the way I like to behave is after I got done playing, I just as, assume none of it exists anymore. Kind of like a Truman Show thing. Like I just. There's no way any of the sports continued after I stopped caring about it. Right. So I have no idea who's in the who's in the conference anymore. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Let's just assume that Martin Luther is in it now. Martin Luther sure. and Crown and um McAllister. Okay. Yep. We can assume Saints, all that. It's Galastica. All wrong. Yep. Hundred percent wrong. Guaranteed. All of these are wrong. You're somehow getting wronger. University of Thunder Bay. Minnesota Morris? Okay, you're right again. Yeah, you got back. You got back on track. I don't know. I, I, I think saw, Morris is probably not playing in that. I saw game. somebody wearing a Minnesota Morris shirt the other day, and I wanted to go up and ask them a number of questions. What are you doing? Did you Free go shirt. to school there? The what last happened one on here? the rack. Are they paying you to wear it? This shirt is seems reasonably new. Where did you get it? Are you How advertising you possibly... the University of Minnesota Morris? <laughs> that place closed years ago. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's our uh, college hockey sports talk of the week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Transitions uh... to Nader Grant. Well, that's... I have 
That's sports for tonight. Tune I've in next the for the weather. Week. I've had a bad week. I don't know. No, a good week, but uh, my brain is gone already, and it's only Wednesday. Um, it's a terrible feeling. Um, I, I I have an update on a couple of uh, show matters, actually. All right, great. Um, you saw that City Page has put out their best of the Twin Cities list today. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, my God. Did we make it? We are still the ranking um, Fuck best yeah. sports yes. podcast in the Twin Cities because Hell they yeah. eliminated the category, and it stayed eliminated <laughs> yeah. this year. Yes. We are the Once still again, the Reigning champs, baby. Yep. yep. Unbelievable. This is the fifth year in a row. Reigning. Yes. We got to update our bio. We got to update it. Yep. Send out a um, press release. And then as far as uh, my ego goes, I did not repeat as best twi- uh, Twitter personality. Um, oh, sorry, buddy. You I, did have a bad disappointing. year. Disappointing. You didn't do numbers. I, I, I lost to Lake Superior. I lost to Great Lake. <laughs> Boy. The, the Lake Superior Twitter account. So really, all I have to do is murder a whole bunch of sailors. Which I'm 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 good with, <laughs> and then get Gordon Lightfoot to sing a song about it. That, I figure I'll be I'll be good as gold then for 2020. Yeah, Stu is furiously registering at Edmund Fitzgerald and is just yep. gonna uh, bringing it back. Yep, so round sorry, two, baby. Yep, you lost to a great lake. <laughs> Tis better to. I don't even know. I'm not even going to try to finish that sentence. Your your brain is absolutely cooked. <laughs> I'm amazed I got that out. <coughs> oh yeah. Has uh, St. Cloud State ever lost an upset to uh, Lake Superior in the hockey tournament? Uh, that sounds I, like something that no, would happen. Uh, Give it time. Yeah, the Ferris wheel place or one of the the armed forces that they don't they don't advertise like the merchant marines i think <laughs> space force you somehow lost a space force yeah <laughs> merchant marines 3 st cloud state 2 NCAA first round <laughs> action comes, comes in 31 1 and 1 and just boat raced yeah that's about sounds about that scans i don't think anyone's going to deny that yeah <sighs> All right. Uh, are we out of sports talk? We can talk about dad life. Let's do some dad life. Get a couple minutes off of that. Give the people their money's worth. Well, Stuart, I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, and they're boys. So you're probably not going to have the best. Um, you had girls who I assume were at that age fairly normal human beings, um, which is different than my experience right now. Uh, they're just... They're insane, and my four-year-old in particular is going through a phase of um, screaming at the top of his lungs about mm-hmm. 50 times a day for no reason whatsoever. Just screams. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a bad place. I feel like he's... <laughs> the seven-year-old, though, does not scream. So I know this is just a temporary thing, and pretty soon we're going to be out of the screaming phase, and then they're going to be eight and five, nine and six, ten and seven. In my head... Again, as a person who's dealing with constant screams, those those years seem like kind of sweet spot years. Like they're yeah. old enough to not have constant meltdowns, and they're not they're obviously past like bedwetting scenarios. Yes, but they're not so old that I'm worried they're going to be like 
finding pills and taking all of them. You know, they're in that middle zone. But am I missing something? I used to talk about like, it seems like things get a little bit better every day. And our friend Chicken was like, no, they're always bad. They're just bad in a different way. So he's a little bit more of a cynic. Um, can you help me mentally prepare for what's going to be shitty about the next phase of parenting in that age range? No, um, it's going to be um, absolutely different for you than it was for me because it's different for everybody. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> there were definitely screaming phases. There were definitely biting phases. Um, mm. Screaming and biting mm. phases. Uh, but uh, gosh, man, I, it's, I'm, not, I'm scrambling my brain. I'm dealing with a 20-year-old and a 15-year-old. Um, I think, man, 10 and 7 sounds about right. I think that gets you to 5th and 2nd grade, and that's I think, I think you'll be a little... That, that, that should be where you, your your stretch goal is. Your GoFundMe that's it, should right? get you to write about there. Um, okay, okay, good. Stu, one time on this podcast, you said that the sweet spot is about kindergarten to 6th grade. And I don't yeah. know if you still believe that, but I think about it a lot because I have a <laughs> yeah. two and a half year old. That's and so I, I think about the future oh. a lot. Yes. Yes. It so is. I'm, I hope you're sticking with that because that's like a, like a life raft for a drowning man. That's all I've had some days. Oh, yeah, it gets better. So it, it is. Stu said They're... kindergarten. Stu said kindergarten. I can make it to kindergarten. Yeah. So I have boys, obviously, and I never, I didn't grow up with a brother. So it's been really fun to witness that bond and also kind of insane how crazy they are with each other. Uh, I imagine the fighting is going to get a whole lot worse because right now Jones, the seven-year-old, is so much bigger than the four-year-old. It's kind of not even fun right now. Um, Stu, did you have a brother? Is that right? Yeah, two brothers. Two brothers. Were you guys just at each other's throats your entire childhood? Uh, probably, but I mean... It- like, that's a thousand years ago, man. That's fifty-five years ago now. Uh, <laughs> all I know is Hogan's Heroes was on, and that's uh, everything. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I remember. <laughs> Mash. That's it. That's all I, think, I got. Yep. I think we went and saw Star Wars, and uh, that's went to the pool. Okay, so that's not your memory of childhood. No. It's just like, well, John, you. What about you and Dave? Oh, we were constantly fighting, but we were twins, so. It wasn't like the Your one clones. You mean? Yeah, the old, the weird nature's clones. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a older brother picks on the younger brother situation, or younger brother's constantly annoying. It was just I would provoke Dave, or Dave would provoke me, and then we'd just wail on each other. And I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I thought that that was broadly speaking a normal childhood. Until mm-hmm. I grew up and I started talking to other people about like fighting when you were a kid, and everyone's like, "I didn't, I didn't get in fights when I was a kid." And I was always like, "Yeah, but I, I mean, like when you were a kid, kid, like not when you're nineteen, when you're when you're seven, you got in fights, and they all say, no, I, I didn't do that.' And so I'm hmm. starting to wonder if." Ortonville was not so much a small town on the South Dakota border as a fight club. Yeah, like a Lord of the Flies scenario. Right. 
I think that's right. That's what happened. That's how you grew up. Yes. No, I mean, that's the most universal thing in the world. Just fight like crazy with your brother. It doesn't seem weird to me at all. I don't know. Um, Stu, what's it like having a, a kid you can hang out with? Uh, it's like as great. kind of a grown-up. It's great. She's, you know, she actually came home tonight because she doesn't have school tomorrow. She has, she has some job interviews down in the cities um, tomorrow for uh, summer work. So kind of helping her out with that and trying to get some free time with her at some point here before she has to go back to school. And it's, it's awesome. It's, it's great. Every time we talk about this, I expect this for Stu to break into Harry Japen and just start singing cats in the cradle somehow. Oh yeah. I feel, I mean, I feel that way all the time now. I mean, that's just, that's just right. a constant. It's like, you know, you know, people who like, you know, have fan that, they lose a limb and they have like phantom limb syndrome that always feels like it's there. It's that type of that twinge of like, Oh God, my babies right. are, you know, adults now. So it's, uh, it's, it's definitely there, but, um, it's, it's a good, it's a good place where it's at right now because they're just both just making me just ridiculously proud right now. Just down you know, good grades, getting their life figured out just and decent human beings. It's, it's awesome. Do I have another Wait, I, dad? Really? Did you want a dude? Did you want a dick joke there? I could. I could probably no, get one in sorry, there. not at all. Sorry. I have another dad question for you, and I feel like yeah. you can answer this, and Brandon can't. So, the other day, my wife took my daughter to some sort of um, ballet event. I'm real short on the details because I had nothing to do with planning this, but apparently, it has something to do with the St. Paul Ballet doing a show for kids at the landmark center once a month or something like that. I don't quite understand the whole thing, but I know that it happened. And I know that my wife has a number of videos of my two and a half year old daughter completely enthralled with ballerinas and dancing and standing in the crowd and trying to dance along and asking to go and dance with the people. And I guess what I'm saying is it's starting to seem more and more likely that I, being a dance dad is in my future, and I want to know what I'm in for. Oh, some um, incredible dancing for yourself, dad dance. Yeah. You got that, this. That I'm not interested in, and I assume I won't be able to get out of it, much like a lot of things it, in parenting. It's adorable as hell. Um, as you advance, it gets to be a little more competitive, and it's, um, it is not inexpensive by any means. Um but um, how is that possible? It's uh, <laughs> costumes, buddy. Gonna make um, your own. You could try that. You could try that. They don't recommend. It. <laughs> um, don't don't make your own. Shouldn't They've never be, seen John sew an outfit. Part, so let's. It should be part of dance. Like if you're in the debate club, you have to make up your own debates. I don't know anything okay. about debate clubs, but I assume that making up debates is part of it. If you're in dance, you should have to make up your own. Co- it should be combination home ec and dance is what I'm saying. Um, I hope Lisa does not listen to this this show. I really, really hope for your sake that Why? she doesn't hear this. Because are you volunteering to sew the costumes? I, sure. I'll sew some costumes. They're going to be great. Okay. <laughs> I, I love... Are sequins part of them? I assume sequins are involved. Oh, buddy. 
sequins, bangles, oh, tool. I don't know the oh. I don't know the difference between a sequence sequence and spangles, and it wasn't until I was a married man that I understood what tool was. Oh, I'm just you have a whole world of um, seamstressy seamstress ring. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, I haven't God, worked I'm... a sewing machine since the eighth grade, so here we go. It'll be fine. Buckle up. It'll be good. It'll be fine. It'll be good. Okay. Then yeah, Do that, they have that's a, that's a... DIY dance studios. No, they don't. Not yet. Dang it. Your mission is clear, John. I have to imagine um, if you're looking for some upside to being a a dad of a dancer, probably a lot of phone time involved. You know, like during those recitals that are six hours, your kid's only on the stage for nine minutes. So you get your phone darkness settings on correctly where you're not hurting anybody else's feelings. Oh yeah, buddy! You got a lot of reading in your future. You love reading. I do love you reading. Do. Yeah, I can get a boy. Yeah, mobile technology has really made all events you don't want to be at much better. I mean, oh, I have to tell you, I bring the boys to a movie and turn my phone settings on pretty low where I can read, and I read for two hours. Not a whole lot better than that. That's a really good, and the kids are <coughs> loving it. Obviously, they're at a movie. Um, it's a good thing. It's a very good thing. So that might be a thing for you. I like it. I like where this is going. Yeah. Inattentive mm-hmm. parenting, I guess, is what I'm after. Oh, yeah. Yep. Probably so much of that. Hmm. Well, I'm all out. Yeah, we got to an hour, though. The wells run dry. We did. Yeah. Only... 54 minutes of filler. (laughs) Before we go, let's talk about some more baseball players that are amazing. Okay. Another thing that's cool. Clayton Kershaw. (laughs) He's back. And I think he's going to be okay this year. All right. I like it when guys hit home runs. Trevor Bauer. Pretty good. I like him. Uh, that's all I got. That's all uh, the other people I can You know who of. used to be good, not so good anymore. Sandy Koufax. Sandy Koufax is amazing not good pitcher in nope. his day. Yep, in his prime, really good. Basically, one of the best, right? One of the best. One of the best. So true. Okay, that's enough. That is enough out of us. Then there was that Dave Kingman. Not so oh. good. Yeah. Hit a lot of homers, Sometimes though. good. Big but on the dingers. Bad. Big on the dingers. Big dinger. All right. Please. Please. Can we stop? Yes, we can, can we stop. I'm just going to keep naming random baseball players. Camilo right. Pasquale. We'll see everybody else next week. Thank you for listening. And as always, we are very sorry for this. Fred Goodbye. Manrique. Goodbye. Bye. 